Welcome to Rise Up For You, a unique podcast dedicated to uplifting women in their day-to-day life, but open to all to enjoy and share. My name is Natalina, the founder of Rise Up For You, through interviews with various experts and professionals on relationships, investing, self-worth, entrepreneurship, love, and health. This podcast is committed to empowering and spreading knowledge and motivation to all. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Natalina of the Rise Up For You podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're going to be speaking with Gemini Fairy about love, dating, and how to be the one in order to attract the one. Together, Jim and I are going to talk about a number of different points. If we want a great catch, how to become a great catch, becoming whole and complete within yourself first before seeking a relationship to avoid showing up needy, and many other points that I know I enjoyed hearing and I know you will as well. Rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Gemini, thank you so much for joining us here on the Rise Up For You podcast. It's such an honor to have you on the show. We always like to kickstart the episode by letting our audience get to know our guest expert for the day. So go ahead and tell us about yourself and what it is that you do. Hello, ladies. Uh, My name is Gemini Ferry, and I am a love coach for women. I specialize in helping women heal the patterns that get in the way of having the relationship of their dreams. And about half of my clients are single and looking, and the other half are in relationships with challenges that they um, just don't know how to resolve on their own. So tell us a little bit, uh, Gemini, how you got into this particular field. Was it something that you've always been passionate about? Was there a particular, um, you know, situation or journey that kind of led you here? Absolutely. Absolutely. What, what they say is that we, we tend to teach what we overcome and what we heal and that, that just, it, it's so true. Um, I remember being four years old and hearing my mom and her partner just arguing off the top of their lungs. And all I could think of inside of my four year old head was, why don't they just talk about it? <laughs> like, calmly, you know, and um, very interestingly enough, I ended up in this career and, you know, ultimately I, it it was painful for me to watch my mom go into a terrible relationship after another. And when I was 18 years old, I found out that um, my dad wasn't my dad. And um, that was a very, very painful experience for me. And that still didn't teach me uh, the, the, the lessons um, to not repeat, um, from watching my mom suffer. And so, um, ultimately I, I kept getting myself into one difficult relationship after another. And I decided to give it one more shot at love. And I stayed in this one relationship for about a year. And it was so incredibly verbally abusive that I was embarrassed to talk to of my girlfriends about it. And I just couldn't believe that I let myself be treated that way. But I knew that, I was doing it because I was just trying to feel loved. I was doing all the right things. I was being unconditionally loving and kind and accepting and flexible and compromising and all the things that I had heard were the right things to do to have a really excellent relationship, but it didn't work. And I was so confused. And so I came to the conclusion that sounded something like, well, maybe 
love is not something that's going to happen for me in this lifetime, which is something that I've heard many, many women um, say to me in, in our work together. And so I gave up on love. And I remember the day I was driving to work and I was driving down PCH and I was just crying my eyes out because of that decision that I made that I just gave, I I just give up. I give up on love and I'm just going to be by myself the rest of my life. And I'm not going to date anymore because what is the point? And maybe love is just something that happens for other people, but not me. So I decided to do a deep dive within myself and really get to the bottom of how in the world I had contributed to all these terrible relationships because it must have something to do with me. So as I looked deep inside of myself, I, I really got to the bottom of things and I realized that I was trying to get my unmet needs from my childhood. I was trying to get those met from different men. And I would just attract really controlling, very abusive men. And so when I decided to give up on love, I actually got the opportunity to finally connect with myself and what I wanted and what would make me happy. And I remember about four months later, after after I started that really deep journey within myself, I, I got it. I, I got that aha. And, and I realize, wait a second, I'm the one that I've been dreaming of my whole life. I'm the one. <laughs> and um, my my love life just took off from there. A few days later, I ended up meeting a really amazing man that I stayed with for three years and that ended very amicably. And then I met the man who I'm now married to and we've been together um, three and a half years and every day just blows us away um, because of the, the the connection, the love, the harmony is just really incredible. And, you know, we're really two independent people that feel whole and complete coming together to share that, that wholeness, that completion within ourselves. So I, I love your story and I love listening because I, um, I relate to it in some sense Um, I I guess I have a couple questions. The first one is how do you make the distinction between needing to do the inner work with yourself? Um, and that you're really just, well, I guess if you're attracting the wrong person, then there's a reason, right? And you need to figure that out. So, okay. So I just kind of, kind of answered it for myself. (laughs) So how do we, how do we work through that then? Because I mean, uh, just personally, and I can only speak for myself because I know myself best. Um, it, you know, when you mentioned earlier through your story that you thought you were doing everything right and you were kind and you were loving, but it wasn't working. It's like, how do you, where do you go from, from that, you know, from feeling that defeated, you know, feeling of, well, I feel like I'm doing everything right and I'm still not getting there. Then what? Yeah, well, the thing is, I knew deep in my heart that that this person that I was with was not the right person for me and that I I was just desperate. I was desperate for love and I was not able to see clearly. So if I really slowed down and I looked inside of myself and I was willing to honor my truth, then I would see that I was just giving my love to the wrong person. But why? It was because I was insecure and I felt like I couldn't do better. So I think uh, uh, the way that women can tell the difference 
of whether or not they should stay or they should go or whether the work is really within themselves or with somebody else is to really be willing to be honest with yourself when when you look really beneath the surface of what's going on in, in the external stance and the dynamic and really see, look into your heart, consult your inner wisdom and see, is this really the right person for me to be with? And what are the learning opportunities that I can embrace within myself the relationship is bringing up for me? So rather than running away right away or rather than overstaying with somebody, which is the opposite side of the spectrum, is um, when problems show up, when you feel like you're doing everything right, you just want to see inside you want to ask yourself what is what is the gift here what is the learning opportunity here what is it that i may be doing to contribute to the dynamic not working and then start to work through that and see what that results in if that results in the person also rising with you in that growth then that says a lot But if that person stays the same, even though you're growing um, and rising within yourself, then that's also a message that you want to that you want to sit with and see what feels right. That's that's great. So where do we uh, where do we start or what are some things that we can do? So, you know, let's say that we begin to identify that, okay, we're attracting the wrong person or we're wanting to find love and it's not aligning with us yet. Step A, or, you know, I know that you have a couple things that you do. Can you kind of walk us through that process or something yes. that we can do? Yeah. So the, the first very basic thing that you want to do is see, connect with the hurt that's happening inside that's being triggered. And oftentimes that, that hurt inside that's, that's being brought up in the relationship is, is an unresolved hurt from the past, usually from childhood. I know, you know, it sounds cliche, but it is very, very, very true. And so what that hurt is, is it's not a call to try to get your partner to do something or be something for you so you can feel better. That might actually help, but that might not get to the heart of the matter. So to get to the heart of what's really, really going on inside is to look inside of yourself, to place your hand where you feel that hurt inside, to locate it in your body, and to just allow yourself to notice how it feels without analyzing it, without judging it, without trying to fix it or heal it. Because most women that, that, that don't know how to work through their difficult emotions yet, they have a tendency to want to get away from their difficult emotions that they're going to feel better if they do, or there's a fear that if they allow themselves to feel the difficult emotion that they might get sucked in, they might get lost in it, and they might never return. And the truth is that if you hold a loving space for the part of you that's hurting, then that part of you starts to feel like you care about it. It starts to relax. It starts to feel safe in your loving embrace. And what I like to ask women is, look, Anytime we feel hurt, what do we need? We need to feel loved. We need to feel loved. And we need to feel that love from ourselves first before we can allow ourselves to feel it and receive it from somebody else. Mm. And, and what, are some, what are some ways that you su- suggest doing that? Because I know that sometimes it's easier um, said than done. And sometimes we, we don't even know that we're hurt, right? It's like, right. I, it's like oh, I had a beautiful childhood. And I, I mean, I think everything is great. So how uh-huh. do we kind of, I, I guess, define it or pinpoint it? 
Yeah. So if something feels off, if you feel unfulfilled, if you feel unhappy in some way, if something feels off and you can't quite put your finger on it and you don't have an explanation because it doesn't make sense why you feel um, hurt or off or disconnected with your partner or with love, there's something off and you know it and you feel it and, and you've been probably feeling it for a while. You want to just slow down. And one of the most powerful things that a woman can do is just to sit in front of the mirror, to look into your precious eyes and to place your hand. If you don't know where the hurt is, that's okay. Put your hand on your heart, put your hand on your, on your gut and just start to breathe all your love, start to pour all your love into your heart, into your being. And you, Usually that will, will give you the insight of where your loving attention is needed most. And something that you can tell yourself is, is to say my precious and say your first name or my sweet and say your first name. I love you so much with all my heart and soul. And I'm right here with you. We are going to get through this together. I promise I will take care of you from here on. And then taking a deep breath of love to feel the power of what you just said and just staying there in front of the mirror, staying connected with yourself to see what else arises that you can love and be there for, like a dear friend. Mm. Uh, And and that's so interesting that you said a dear friend because I always uh, talk about how you are your best friend, right? And sometimes we forget that for ourselves, Yes, um, yes. We do it for others, but when it comes to us, <laughs> we forget. And it's the same practice, honestly, because, you know, if you think about it, if you have one of your girlfriends that, that is going through something and she visits you and she you open the door and she just burst into tears. And what are you going to do? You're going to hold her. You're going to, you're going to rub her back and you're just going to let her cry in your arms and you're going to let her know through your energy that whatever she's going through is okay. And it's going to be okay one way or another. And she has your love and support. Now that's the message that, that we need to hear and feel from ourselves. Mm, Absolutely. So when we, when we start to do the inner work and and we're feeling good about it, what's the, what's the next step, I guess, or, or what should we be looking for? Yeah. So a lot of times when women start to feel better, they, they stop doing the inner work. They stop loving and being there for themselves. They stop doing the practices. And, and that I, I, I understand why that is because there's a, there's a feeling, there's a sense that says, well, you know, maybe, maybe I'm there. Maybe, maybe this is it. And it is it. However, um, that's why self-love is a practice. You know, romance is a practice. If you stop practicing the things that make you feel romantic in your relationship, then you're no longer going to feel that romance anymore. So with the self, even when we start to feel empowered and centered and amazing, then we, we need to keep practicing by doing, doing those simple little practices, like waking up in the morning and placing your hand on your heart and taking a deep breath of love and just reminding yourself that you're, you're right here. 
you're right here and that you love yourself and and you want to be your own cheerleader for everything that's important for you in your life. You want to really root for yourself using your first name and you want to, you know, maybe wake up and say, good morning, my precious me. I love you. Today is going to be a great day. I'm so excited to spend this day with you. Something simple like that. It could be in front of the mirror or not. It could be reading a spiritual, uh, inspiring text in the morning or listening to a meditation, you know, doing those little practices that really keep you centered on the right path so that you're operating from that deeper place inside. Mm, I love that. Um, I know some of the things that you talk about, some of your points is this idea of, um, you know, being willing to be by yourself um, instead of being with the wrong person. Yeah. And I'd love for you to, I, I think that imp- that message is so important because a lot of times we know that uh, and we do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. So I'd love for you to just, you know, give us a little bit more information on that or, or talk with us a little bit more about that. Yes, yes. So when I hear a woman saying, well, I've been single, you know, for a year already and I, I just I just want to be in a relationship. I'm ready to be in a relationship. But I just, you know, I just operate so much better with a partner. It's like, I, I get that. And all of those things may be true. However, if a woman seeks to be in a relationship just to be in a relationship because of all these reasons that sound really, really good to her, she's going to end up compromising. She just is. So you want to find the relationship of your dreams with yourself first. When you really have that, then you you no longer need a relationship with somebody else, but instead you're open to it. You're excited about it, but you're not obsessing about it. You're really just investing and in really focusing on continuing to nurture that extraordinary love that you have inside of yourself, that you have with the people in your life. And it doesn't mean you don't look. It doesn't mean you don't go on dating websites or hire a match, you know, uh, dating coach or matchmaker, but you're, you're coming from a different place. So you just really need to be willing to be happy and fulfilled with yourself first. Otherwise you're going to show up needy with other people. Then you're not going to allow yourself to see the red flags that may be showing up. I love that. And you know, one of the things that I always talk with my girlfriends about, actually I was talking to my girlfriend about it the other day is that, um, she is in a relationship with a guy and she, um, she's adding a lot of pressure because she wants to have kids. Right. And so she thinks that that is going to make her happy. And so she wants to be in this relationship. And it's almost like sometimes we, this idea, um, comes to our head that we're going to be happy if we, if we get married and then we have our child and all of that will bring happiness and a fulfilled life. Um, when it's really quite the opposite. Right. I hear this idea so often that when I get married, when I find the one, when we buy a house together, when we have a child together, then I'll be happy. Then, then I'll be set. And it's like, actually, that's not quite the way it works. And oftentimes I get a lot of women who end up getting all those things and then they're still disappointed. In fact, even more disappointed and unfulfilled. And they're so confused because they were going about it the wrong way in in terms of you know, there's two ways to go about love and two ways to go about fulfillment and happiness and all of that. One way is to try to get it from the outside, which works for about 
10 minutes or maybe a year, <laughs> but it's very, sh- it's very short lived. Um, the other way about going uh, for our fulfillment and happiness is, is to do it from the inside out. And when you do it from the inside out, then yes, you still can hold space for all those things that you want, but those, you don't need those things because you have that happiness and fulfillment that you used to think those things were going to give to you. And it doesn't mean that you can't be clear about what you want. You know, if, if you know you want to get married and you know you want to have a child, then you can be upfront about that with whoever it is that you're dating. And you could say, look, this is where I'm at and this is what I'm looking for. And if you're not there, I totally understand, but this is just not the right match. Right. Um, and that, that might get rid of the, the wrong ones and that will definitely bring the right person to you um, so that you don't waste your time. I love that. Thank you. Thank you for that. Gemini, I'd love to jump into the power section of the interview. Can you tell sure. us one book that you've read that's had a massive impact on your life that you would, that you want to share with us? There are so many. Um, my, my, one of my most, most favorites is The Universe Has Your Back by Gabrielle Bernstein. She is just such an awesome, beautiful woman who is not just um, really amazing and empowered, but also very vulnerable and very human. And I just, I just love that because I think a lot of the, the, the spiritual mentors and teachers in this day and age might, um, might, might not be all the way authentic, you know, that might not be all the way upfront about their struggles. And I think that that makes a lot of women, you know, have this idea that they need to be perfect in order to, you know, have what they want. And that's just not true. So I just, what I love about the universe has your back is that it really empowers you to get your action, your relationship with yourself, right. And, and what part of Self, is she talking about what part of yourself am, am I referring to is not not the mental self not the emotional self but the spiritual self that living light of love inside that you can call your intuition or your wisdom or your soul and and to really keep deepening and cultivating a relationship with that source of love inside so that you're deeply fulfilled by it. And it teaches a lot about how, how to actually develop that relationship, how to speak to yourself, uh, affirmations and mantras and practices to keep that relationship um, going. Great. And what's one value that you've always stuck by that's a non-negotiable for you? Yes. Yes. Well, not, I can't say always, um, in terms of relationship, because this is a new one as of, you know, the last, uh, seven years or so, but the, the, the value in, in, in the area of love that I, that I've been sticking to, that's really been working for me is, is respect. Mm. I respect myself and I respect you. And if I think that I can't completely trust myself in respecting you right now because I had a bad day or because I think I'm annoyed at you or because I don't like the way you're doing something. I'm just going to go to the other room. I'm going to center myself and see what is it really that's going on that I'm needing from myself. And when I'm back to center, I can come back and get right back into that space of respect and receive, be able to receive that from my partner as, as well. Um, and in my life, um, the value, that's really been guiding my, my existence, um, since 2001, when I, when I started my, my spiritual journey is to really prioritize personal growth, 
personal development over anything because from that, from continuing that, that journey of, of loving and being there for myself more and more and finding new ways to do so on a, on a regular basis, every fulfillment, every happiness, happiness, everything that I could possibly dream of from my heart only can come from that place mm. of that connection with myself. Absolutely. And we always like to ask, you know, if you could leave us with the world with one final message, we call it the golden nugget. What would that be? I would say that wherever you are in your journey of love with yourself or love with someone else, there is nothing at all wrong with you. The fact of the matter is that if you're struggling in some way in love, it's because you're simply missing some tools to understand and to practice the love that you know you deserve. You might have a blind spot that you're not aware of that keeps giving you results that don't work for you. So if something is not working for you and you cannot figure it out, my recommendation to you is to stop the unnecessary suffering and to get the support that you need to get to the bottom of what's not working and so that you can gain the skills that are necessary to have the love that you know you're meant for. Right. Absolutely. I love that. And lastly, as you know, uh, the company is Rise Up For You and our podcast is Rise Up For You. You know, when you hear that phrase, what does it mean to you? Can you repeat the question? Yeah. So our company is Rise Up For You. And the, um, the podcast, as you know, is, is rise up for you. That's our, that's our logo. That's our, our name. When you hear rise up for you, what does that mean to you? What, what kind of sparks inside of you? Yes. Yes. I love that. I love the image that I, that I get and the feeling that I get in my heart. And what I see is, is a woman with a torch and that torch is, is lit up with this beautiful glow. And that glow for me represents that living light of love inside. And for me, Rise Up For You really feels like, like a journey, like a, a lifestyle of a woman living her life dedicated to continuing to rise, continuing to grow, continuing to evolve so that she can fulfill her purpose on a greater level and continue to make the difference she knows she came here to make. I love that answer. Thank you so much, Gemini. It's been such an honor to have you on the show. How do we stay connected to you and how do we support you? Yes. So my website is dreamrelationshipcoaching.com. I can also be found on Yelp. Uh, if you type in Gemini fairy, Gemini, like this, the astrology sign fairy F as in Frank E R R I E. I also have a fantastic Instagram page with over 81 minute love advice videos for women and the same uh, you can find me there as gemini fairy underscore love coach wonderful again gemini thank you so much for joining us today here on the rise up free podcast my pleasure thank you so much netta it's been such a pleasure connecting with you thank you have a wonderful day you too Thank you again for joining the Rise of Food podcast. Again, this is your host, Natalina. 
We want to make sure that outside of the podcast, you're still growing and always getting continuous knowledge and our six pillars. So we want to make sure that you head over to our website, www.riseofyou.com and take full advantage of the free resources and benefits that we have there. We have articles and contributors from around the world. We have a number of other podcast episodes, webinars, and a ton of tools and strategies and tips that are going to help you rise up to the next step professionally and personally. You can find us on every social media avenue. We're on Facebook, on our Facebook page, Rise Up For You. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Everything is at Rise Up For You, and we would love for you to join us. And definitely, you're going to want to head over to our website, www.riseupforyou.com, and get your free startup kit. We have compiled the top podcast interviews, the top webinars, and the top articles that fall in our six pillars. Plus a free startup guide, the six pillars to a prosperous life that's going to help you take that first step to really finding and building the life that you want professionally and personally. So again, if you head over to our website, www.riseupforyou.com, you get access to that startup kit for free. And don't forget to share. Our main mission is to empower, educate, and connect women globally. And we need your help to do that. So please help us spread the word, spread the message, share our content, share what Rise Up For You is about, and help us help you and other women around the world. Thank you again for joining us. Rise Up For You, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow.